Welcome to Mudflap and Palmer Were Forced to Do a Podcast, a weekly bonus bit of the Mudflap and Palmer Show, starring Mudflap and Palmer. Reach out to us on Facebook or email mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Now, against their will and most people's wishes, here are Mudflap and Palmer. Well, hey guys, and welcome to episode number 13 of Mudflap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. I am Palmer. And I am Mudflap. Together we are Mudflap and Palmer. Episode 13, lucky 13, must be the best ever coming up. I don't know. No. I've already teased this on the air saying it's going to be subpar, so I'm going to aim for that. Aren't all of them subpar, though? <sighs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I thought last week's was pretty good. Yeah. Last week's was pretty good. The week before that was subpar. If I had to grade them, and here's what we're going to do. The ones with the interviews were A's. Yeah, well, we can't help that, you know, people that are better at this than we are were actually a big part of those. Yes. But here's what I want to do. Since we're now being critical of, of our own performance, what I want to do at the end, when we're rapping... We're going to offer a grade <laughs> of our own performance. And being that we are the people we are, expect the grades to be on par with your sixth grade report card where the teacher always said, talks too much, won't settle down, doesn't do homework. It's going to be that. Could do better. <laughs> Barely miss being held back by the skin of his teeth. Sleeps during the podcast. <laughs> That's going to be our grades. (laughs) So let's get started. This is something that came up a couple weeks ago. We almost addressed this two weeks ago on the podcast and came up with something better. So now that we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, wanted to go back to this. Um, It was interesting because all of a sudden there was this flurry of posts on Facebook that boggled my mind. And it was about Ed McMahon, kids of the 80s, early 90s. Even I maybe back not back to the seventies, but people our age and maybe a little bit younger will remember that Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes were a big thing. Ed McMahon would show up on the doorstep with a big check, and Balloons. somebody that wasn't you would be happy. Yeah, and uh, you know it was the, the camera crew was there, and somebody posted something that I honestly didn't believe, which was that that never happened, and I said, "Oh, that's BS." I remember that happening more than once. I remember it specifically. I remember the commercials. Yes, and that's what they were. Mm -hmm. So I went and did some research online and found out it never happened. Well, it was with a different company. It wasn't with Publishers Clearing Right. He was with American Publishing something. Uh, I forget what the exact name of it was. But it was never Publishers Clearing House. And also... He didn't show up with a big check either. He was just a spokesperson. He had his name and his face printed on the envelopes that would show up in your mailbox. But the TV commercials never had him. And then there were some other things. See, I I remember that completely. Well, there's some other things because in the 90s, uh, I think Golden Girls was one show. One or two shows he had actually done kind of a guest spot where he was that guy. And these things were all blending together in people's consciousness and making them think, making me think. That this was a thing. Yeah, because Betty White says, where's Ed McMahon Exactly, with the big check? Yes. Yeah. So even back then, Betty White was having this. They call it what? The Mandela Effect. The Mandela Effect. So explain what the Mandela Effect is. So basically, they're calling it a phenomenon where the general public misremembers certain 
key facts. Now, we misremember stuff all the time because we're old and, you know. I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of all in on the Mandela effect. No, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is individually, yeah. we and other people forget things. Sure, it, it's part of life. But this was actually termed um, by a woman um, who vividly remembers Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Which never happened. And then there was. she says she remembers the news reports and everything else. And then, of course, later on, he was freed out of prison. Mm -hmm. But that's where the term comes from. That's now, where it started. When you first told me that, and I did not know where the uh, phrase had come from, I said, that can't be right because, specific example, I remember the day that Nelson Mandela, the, pre the prisoner and eventual president of South Africa, I remember the day where they had a huge all-day newscast about him eventually making his way out of prison. See, the weird thing is, I remember both. Really? Yeah, I do. Uh, honestly, I remember the the quote-unquote news reports coming out that he died in prison. I do remember that for whatever reason. Which, of course, never happened. Right. And then and I also is... remember the all-day spectacle that was on television. Right. I remember exactly where I was. I was living in Winchester, Virginia at the time. I had my own little apartment. And I remember it being on TV all day. I remember mm. specifically... So the funny thing is, that's where the name Mandela Effect comes from. And that's not the only thing. There are other things in people's consciousness. And the reason this came back up today is you had showed me a TikTok video, which was really either very quite well done or just boggles the mind. Explain what that was. There was this guy on TikTok, and he had, what was it, the Bernstein Bears yes. book. And at the, at the top of it, of course, was that. The name, the name the Berenstain Bears. Yes, and it was spelled one way, and I mm -hmm. forget if it was S-T-A-I-N or, or the other way. Or both! Um, and he was saying that, well, he put up this picture and this mural in his living room, and at his bedroom was like this weird dividing line in between two realities, mm -hmm. in which when he was in the living room where these paintings were, the name of you know the bears were there in one way. Now, when he walked through the threshold of the doorway into his bedroom, literally it changes in front of your face. And he does it like two or three times. Right. He's carrying this book and he's filming himself walking from one room to the next. And when he crosses the threshold into the next room, at the top of the book, it says the Berenstain Bears, S-T-A-I-N. I was locked in. But then as he crosses over the threshold, it quote unquote magically changes to being spelled S-T-E-I-N. And then he would walk him back and forth across that threshold, and they would keep changing like it was flashcards. Yes. and It was crazy. It is a good graphic example, and it's one that people bring up when they discuss the Mandela effect, specifically the Berenstain Bears. But it's a good graphic example of that in that video. And obviously, to me, it's obvious that that's a uh, somebody done some amazing editing. I mean, whoever but you it can't, is you needs can't to tell. be hired. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. But with that... And that was one of the instances that people over the years had remembered or misremembered because that spelling of Berenstain Bears, which is a book or a series of books that everybody had as kids. And one spelling was Stein, like Berenstein, S-T-E-I-N. The other one was Stain, like Stain. Mm -hmm. Which one is correct? Believe it or not, Stain, S-T-A-I-N, is correct. See, I remember it the other way. So, and, and therein lies the Mandela yeah. Effect. So let me give you some examples of Mandela Effect and see. I'm going to quiz you on them. Okay. And see where your memory lies. And these are common things that everybody quote-unquote knows. All right. I'll I'm play gonna, along. I'm going to quiz you on this and see if you remember or misremember 
the following things. For example, and you had told me about this one, Curious George's tail. Did he have a tail or did he not? I always thought he did. I always thought he did too, but guess what? He does not. But people remember, we obviously remember that he had a tail, but no. Yeah, I would have put money on that. He never had a tail. All right. Is it sex and the city or sex in the city? See, this one, I I know this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I always thought it was sex in the city. Right. But you hear it like that. Yes, that's what I always thought it was sure. and everything else, but apparently that's not the case. Right, it's actually the title of that entire franchise is Sex and the City, which was uh, the way it was written, the way it was produced. Okay, this one I remember specifically for a reason, and you probably do too. Oscar Mayer. Mm-hmm. M-E-Y-E-R or M-A-Y-E-R? M-E? No. <laughs> Think of the song. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has yeah. a second name. It's M-A-Y-E-R. I remember E. Really? Yeah. Do you remember the song? I remember the song that's attributed to Jimmy Carter. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was there was a song. It was it went through that whole you know song, and at the end of it, the tagline was uh, Jimmy Carter has a way of screwing up the USA. <laughs> I remember I never that. Heard that. Yes, I do remember that. It was at the very end of that song. Okay, here's another one for you. By the way, it's M-A-Y-E-R, and I remember the song specifically. And that's why I, the only reason I would have known it, I probably would have See, I remember it the other way from the song. Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. On the box, is fruit spelled like fruit, F-R-U-I-T, or is it fruit, O-O-T, with Fruit Loops for the O's? Oh. That is incorrect. <laughs> I'm telling you, we jumped timelines somewhere. Actually, that no, that you're, you're, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the thing, but it's no, you're right. Okay. Now, one of them has fruit spelled the regular way, but you're right. It's F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S, and all the O's are the actual Fruit Loop cereal. Um, let me go to another one. Okay. Is it Cheez-It or Cheez-Its? With a Z. Nope. Stop it. I'm, I'm serious. I should know this because I buy like 800 boxes every other I week. I just bought two boxes last week, but for some reason this I knew. I knew it wasn't cheese its We call them cheese its See, I so just, naturally yeah. we t- and and this is the Mandela effect. I'm telling you, we, we've crossed uh, multiverses. All right, somewhere. I've got one for you that this is right in your ballpark. C three PO. Yes, he, he has a silver leg. He does. See, I did not know that. Yes, I thought he was all gold. Yeah, but well, he it, has. It appears that way in film. Yes, but I it, was not aware of that. Yeah, he does have a silver leg. Unbelievable. Okay. Darth Vader. Does he say, Luke, I am your father? No, he says, I am your father. Well, no, I am your father is the actual full line, but you're right. Yeah, he, I thought I was going to get you on that one. No, Luke was never in it. It's just something that we kind of right. jumped from. Thought I was going to get you on that one. I got one more for you. Uh, this is for the, uh, the famous cartoon that we watched as kids. Looney Tunes. Yes. Is it Looney O-O, Tunes O-O, or is it Looney O-O, Tunes T-U-N-E-S? Oh, Are both oh. words with double O's, or is Looney the only one with double O's? Oh, oh. No. It's T-U-N-E-S? Yes. Oh. 
And this is the Mandela effect. Yeah, I'm and telling there are you, we, hundreds. We, I, I blame that big superconductor over <laughs> in wherever it is that everybody's saying, and we shifted gears in, into a different reality. I, I, we actually, shifted timelines. I, I blame cell phones, sir, and the radiation that permeates your brain nope. from our overuse of cell phones. I kind but, of believe the Mandela effect, to be honest. If yeah, you know what? That's the weird thing. In the instances that we mentioned, we tend to agree more with the misconception. Oh, I do. Than I the wanna, truth. I'm, well, I don't know if it's the truth or not at this oh, point. Come on. At this point, anything's possible. I mean, it, it's 2022. <laughs> and if you ever think that they would admit that all hell broke loose at some superconductor and changed our reality, I, there's no way. They, yeah, they, they can't tell us the truth about they'd anything. They never tell us the real world was like something like the Stranger Things series. Yeah, it was, they have it was good until that, like yeah. 93, and then it all went to hell. <laughs> Where's the cut? Was cut off 93? I don't know. That's when you became an adult, sir. I'm just making... You were 23 in 93. Yes, I was. So maybe, yeah, right? When you started realizing what adulting was like, maybe that's when the whole universe changed for you. <laughs> so much changed. <laughs> so there you go. Look it up. It's the Mandela effect. And if you aren't familiar with that, it's really kind of interesting because... Oh, you'll you fall down swear, a rabbit hole. Yes. You will swear things are one way when the actual truth is that they are another way. Some of those you won't think. Yeah, for hours on end, I went down this rabbit hole, and it was just like, I, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Let's talk about rabbit holes for a second, because my daughter pushed me down a rabbit hole this last week. She's been watching these YouTube videos of basically what they are, and there are full channels dedicated to this. You can find them. Uh, surveillance cameras that are on houses and stuff when people claim that paranormal stuff has happened. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now... My problem with this, and some of them are genuinely creepy. She showed me one last night. There was a guy who did like the top 10 this or whatever. And she showed me one last night, and a couple of them were just ridiculously lame. And you're like, it's a glitch in the film or whatever. And you know what it is. A lot of the times, the fake ones, you can see exactly what they're doing. Right. And, and that's and it's, the other And thing. it's edited very poorly. And there are a couple things or a couple videos that are more realistic. Okay. But here's the problem that I have with this, and I'm going to pull back a little bit, because I know that you have an interest in this. You watch Zach Beggins? Yes. Is that who it is? Yeah, Ghost Adventures. Okay, and you watch stuff like that. Not I, religiously, but you watch it. No, I mean, we're actually friends with uh, the quote-unquote psychic uh, Chip Coffee uh, Fisher from mm -hmm. across the street. He had a chance to interview him, and we got a chance to become friends with this guy. And it's scary okay. what this guy knows. So let's talk about the paranormal, specifically the poltergeist and the ghosts, because this is what the videos will show you. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a room, somebody's walking around, and something will fly off the counter or whatever. Here's my question if these things are true, okay? I don't know where I stand on ghosts, poltergeists, things of that nature. I don't know where I stand. I'm kind of like, that's interesting, but I am very much on the fence on it. Where right. do you stand on it? Um, yeah, I believe. You believe it? Yeah, I do. Okay, so here's my question. And we went, again, down a rabbit hole, so we watched a bunch of these videos. Oh, a yeah. bunch of them. Some of them better than others. Right. Some of them creepier than others. Some of them you cannot explain, and some that are, as you said, obvious. Here's my problem. If there are ghosts, if there are poltergeists and things of this nature, why is it the full extent of their showing off or they're trying to communicate is pushing a bottle off of a counter when nobody's in the room? Or... Oh, you Making haven't watched a door these shows. Opening closed. Oh, I have watched a bunch of these. Oh, no, I'm talking about like actual shows, like Ghost Adventures. I've watched them like as well. That. Yeah, obviously not enough because if that's oh, all you're, on. if that's all you're getting out of it, it's, a, that's not the, the case. It's not the Give case. Give me one example. They, one example that that you go, 
Oh my God! There's so many. No, I mean, not, all you one. have to do is read Ed Lorraine Bobbitt's uh, Ed and Lorraine's books. Lorraine Bobbitt, um, not her Lorraine Bobbitt's penis. But yeah, <laughs> well, that's a ghost too now. The, the ghost penis is floating around somewhere. Rip. R.I.P. <laughs> um, Rest in penis. Literally rip. And <laughs> but just their stuff, you know, and, and a lot of the big movies are made off of what they experienced, and it, it, they have a lot of stuff there that it's hard to say it's 100% legit mm-hmm. and it's 100% false. Um, and you have too many, you know, people in the religious, you know, as far as priests. Expect, I mean, you and I both grew up Catholic. Yes. Um, so we all know about ex- exorcisms. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, this week there was a story about how they're overwhelmed with it right now as far as being able to perform exorcisms. Well, so, the world is going to hell. So, Well, yeah, in a handbasket. <laughs> exactly. But, no, I mean— if you believe it, great. If you don't, that's fine, too. I'm not here to change anybody's mind. My right. personal belief is, yeah, I do believe it. Okay. Now, if you know, to the point, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but people I used to work with, uh, my very first partner on the air, um, TJ, Austin, we, we called it After Hours with Austin and Ed, and we actually had a deal basically signed with um, TLC to go do one of these shows. We actually had 12 locations picked out across the country, mm-hmm. and we were literally hours away from signing contracts, and things fell through at the last second. You could have been somebody. I could have been. Um, you know, and so that, that was an actual real thing that almost happened. Ed Palmer could have been Zach Beggins. That would have been so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. So the question here is, I'll go back to why I, I, I think that ghosts or ghost videos are, in general, lame. But my question here is, do these things interest you, or do they scare you? Uh, d- it depends on what it is. Um, I'm very interested in it, mm-hmm. because if it's true, I mean, it's, it's something that nobody really has a full grasp of, of what it is or why it's there or anything else like that, or whether it's evil, whether it's good, whatever you believe. Right. Um, you know, for me, it's just one of those things that, the less I know about something, the more I want to know about it. Right. And that's, it's kind of where it filters for me. Thus the rabbit hole. Yeah. It's, it's a, <laughs> it, and, and it's easy to go online and go, oh, dear God, that's so ridiculous. Right. Oh, you can see the string. Oh, you can see that. Right. You can, I mean, it's very easy to fake. Um, but, you know, some of them I feel like are legit. I want you to show me the ones that you believe look the most legit because I am interested in that. I would like to see stuff. That to me is definitive in my mind. Yeah, for you it is. For me, I want. I'm. I'm still waiting on. Well, I'm not on saying that. it's definitive, like a hundred percent. Well, for but, you in your mind. But I go, okay, that's possible. It could happen. Sure. You know, or at least, and if there's legitimately, yeah, no explanation on right. on how that thing moved. I mean, there's no strings. There's no sure. that. People are jumping all around this item. It's not moving. It just moved. There's no now, wind. Now you and I have have, have cracked jokes uh, on the air. I know. About various shows. Uh, I know that uh, Ryan and Shane, their YouTube uh, guys, they do a thing called Are You Scared? But before that, they did this ghost hunting thing, which I forget the name of, for seasons Mm -hmm. on BuzzFeed. And it seemed like every time they went out and they had the equipment, they went to these famous places that were haunted or reputedly haunted, that they would... If they were lucky, they'd, they'd get one of those audio things and they'd get a little bit of white noise that sounded sort of like somebody saying something in a distant room somewhere. It was never something that made them go, because Shane and Ryan, and my daughter introduced me to them, and they're great. I love these guys. What's Ryan's last name? Vergara. Okay. And Cause Shane. Because there's a guy that's actually from Sumter. 
and he had a big show on for a very long mm-hmm. time. It was him and Chip Coffee and a couple other people. It was uh, Ryan Buell. Yeah, this guy's right. He's Asian. It was Paranormal State. That's what it was. Okay. Well, these guys would go out to, to these famous places that were supposedly haunted, and they'd have the equipment and everything else, but nothing ever happened. And the way that they go, approach it, Ryan is a believer. And he's going kind of against his will, but he's going. Right. And Shane is the cynic. Sure. And Shane's Which would like, be a fun show. Right. And he goes up there. He's like, come on, bring it on. If you're here. He's trying to go all Zach Bagans oh, on him. Yes. He goes, I dare you to come do something. I said, So anyway, that's the approach that they take to this. And they've never shown anything where they go back and go, yeah, this was the, the, the one episode we did that was totally convincing they never had that and there are other shows i've seen that are kind of vague like that you can believe it if you want well that's the or, fun part of those shows I think. and don't yeah that it's a lot of those fun right. shows like that where it kind of gives you that okay gray so if area. You were, okay you said you've seen stuff that if at least it doesn't convince you at least it makes you question it so my question is if there is a direction you were going to point people to a particular show not an episode of the show but a show, a series, if you will, is there a, a person and a TV show or a YouTube channel that you go, that's the direction you go if you want to see the more realistic and questionable stuff? I think the real one. I mean, Zach Bagans is very and what's good. What's the name of the show? Again? It's Ghost Adventures. Okay, Ghost Avengers? Adventures. Adventures, okay. And it's, you know, him and a couple other guys that are on, on the team. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different ones like on Discovery, mm-hmm. um, and the Travel Channel is another good one. Um, that they have a ton of those shows. Um, I think there's one called Haunted or something like that. But I, you know, there's other aspects to it where you, they bring in psychics and mm-hmm. they pick up on different things. There's an there's another show like that who is a legitimate ex. I can't remember the name of the show off the top of my head, but it's on the Travel Channel, I think. Um, but he's an ex New York cop, a detective. And with him is this paranormal person. She's a psychic, and she goes into the house not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And she kind of maps out the whole thing. And his deal is he goes around and gets history on the house, what's happened at the house, who used to live at the house, and blah, 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 blah. And at the end, they finally come together with the family, and they both kind of give him what they discovered. Sure. And it's stunning how dead on they are. My take on that is, and I, I guess I am a cynic by nature, and it goes back to Harry Houdini and then people like The Amazing Randy and uh, Penn and & Teller. And all of them approach these things like, I think we can do this and show you how it's done so that it's not quote-unquote supernatural. And I tend to kind of buy into that angle as opposed to believing or at least semi-believing. So I was that person until when we did, when before you and I got together, I was mm-hmm. doing a morning show with Tessa. And we had this woman on, and she was from Charlotte. And for the life of me, I cannot remember her name. Um, but she was a quote-unquote psychic. Mm. And when she would do readings for us off the air, this woman started spouting stuff that there's no one knows. Right. I mean, legitimately no one knows. Not even you know, and we've been around each other for 20 years. Right. She was spitting stuff out about my life that was so dead on, naming names, places, times, dates. It floored me. I felt like the FBI was investigating me, that type of thing. So it, it was it was so jarring to me that that kind of flipped the switch on it. Right. And at the same time, you see things on TV like the Long Island Medium, or who's the guy 
that always talks to the dead. I can't remember what the name of his show was. Yeah, I know which, exactly who you're it talking John about. John Evans or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? Was that his name? There's another guy that's on Netflix right mm-hmm. now. He just came out with a, with the season. And it's pretty insane what they come up with. Now, what has been shown, at least for some of these more famous ones, specifically the Long Island medium uh medium or psychic or whatever she calls herself mm-hmm. uh Teresa Caputo she, yeah, or whatever she, her name is she is from my mom's hometown of Hicksville there have been people that have shown that she's basically just doing cold readings which is what they used to do at the old fairs and stuff sure where they go hey I can tell you something something and then is it this or is it that and then they kind of narrow it down and, sure. and then the person goes oh my god a you're lot of, so dead on yeah a lot of stuff is wordplay uh, yeah, exactly now the woman who did it with me she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just started spitting stuff as soon as her and I started talking. And it was quite frightening. I mean, it was to the point where every time we interviewed her, I just left the room. <laughs> um, I don't want somebody being in my head that way. Yeah. After we got done with the interview, I would literally leave the studio. Now, mm-hmm. Tessa would talk to her forever. Now, me, I, I bailed out. I was like, absolutely not. I mean, she she knew parents' names, grandparents' names. I mean, it was stupid. She narrowed down to exactly where I lived in Charleston. It, it was quite amazing. It's really interesting. I know that people that listen, people that we know on Facebook, just people in general, have all different takes on this. You can be yeah. cynical like I tend to be, or you can be a 100% believer, or you can be somewhere in the middle, which is where you tend to be, for, I think, for a lot of it. Yeah, I am. Um, but your mileage, of course— may vary and uh, if you have experience i'm going to actually put this up on facebook we're going to we're cutting this friday morning it's going to be go- going live a little bit later on on friday the 3rd of june well they're hearing it now so it doesn't matter when <sighs> God, we cut I keep it doing that i know you really do i keep doing that. i don't know why you keep doing that i don't know why either. <laughs> so we're cutting this on friday june 3rd but uh if you're hearing this go to my facebook page uh because at at Somewhere on my Facebook page, I'll actually post a quiz or a question saying, hey, does anybody have some experiences that you've personally gone through? Not that you've heard about, but that you've personally gone through with the supernatural. I'm very curious. And I'm not one. And here's the other thing. I know there are cynics that will mock it. I'm not one that will mock it. What I am is I'm like, prove it to me. No, other people on Facebook will. but Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those keyboard warriors. No, that that spectrum from the 100% believer to the 100% cynic there's not too much in between yeah you i'm not if you believe in ufos ghosts things like that whatever it is i definitely believe in ufos i kind of do too 100 i kind of do too but i'm not going to mock you for your belief that's not the approach that i take because i don't i don't feel i am superior in what i think compared to you yeah i don't have the knowledge to go exactly i don't know i mean it remains a mystery and who knows i could be 100 percent wrong i i don't know but it's, it's, he, he's often 100% wrong. It's really quite spectacular. It's fun being wrong. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, people. Okay, so we talked about the Mandela effect. We talked about ghosts and why I think they're more than likely lame, and you tend to be a little bit more on the side of the believer. But these were the things we discussed on today's podcast, episode 13. We promised you a grade. What's your grade? I'm going to give this one an A. Really? Just for the mere fact, I think it's two topics that people will talk about. Okay. Because they're two very popular things that you will see on social media. I concur. I was going to, but I'm a little harsher on us. No, I'm going I, I, on myself. I think I did a fantastic job. Well, I, and I feel like I didn't hold up my end. So therefore, <laughs> I'm going to give this episode a B plus. B plus. Okay. You good with that? Sure. So yeah, you're A and my B plus. And, and of course, we grade on a curve. So oh. A plus episode, baby. It just hit me. 
It's 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 Warren, the last name of the, of the people I told yeah. you to go look up. Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. All right. It was an A plus. Now it's an A. Oh, Sorry. I told you we were grading on a curve, but now you but you did correct it. Did you correct it before you handed the paper in? Yes. I guess we did, didn't I we? I did. See? Okay. So yeah, we give this. This is the way my brain works. This would have popped up at some point like eight hours later. <laughs> so aren't you glad that it popped up now? I had to get out of my head. Episode 13 gets an A+. So anyway, uh, what we'd like to do is hear from you. If you want to go to the Facebook page and chime in, that'd be great. Also go to Mudflap or you can email us at mudflapandpalmer at gmail.com. Reach out to both of us on social media. We would love to hear from you. In the meantime, thank you for listening to episode 13 of Mudflap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. It's true, you know. We were forced. By the supernatural. <laughs> Received a Ouija board message, do a podcast. <laughs> and then the planchette flew across the room, and I ran out of the room screaming and said, I got to do a podcast. It did. It was like, you know, hey. And that's why we're here. Can't argue with that. Anyway, check us out on the radio Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 99.3, the cat in the PD. Also, you can get the app, WWKT or Cat Country 99.3, and hear us throughout the world. Uh, when the app is working. Uh, we are on all the social media, and every Friday we post another new episode of Mud Flap and Palmer. We're forced to do a podcast. Thanks for listening, and have a great week. Bye, y'all. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out the Mud Flap and Palmer We're Forced to Do a Podcast podcast. A new episode goes live every Friday, so check back then. If you need more of the guys, you can hear Mudflap and Palmer in the PD on 99.3 The Cat weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. and around the world via the Cat Country app. Have a great week.